Welcome to Madcasters. You have just tuned in to the difference makers of a new generation. If you're looking for that disciplined effort to change your life, or the inspiration to make a difference in your communities and the world, Madcasters, this is the launch pad for you to go mad. What's going on, everyone? I'm your host, Brian St. Louis, and we are here with another episode of Madcasters. If you don't know Madcasters, we're all about making a difference. And this podcast is here to uh, highlight and showcase individuals as well as organizations who are truly making a difference. I have a very special guest with us. Her name is Gabby Truitt. And she is the founder of the Divine Love Movement. And I'll say this, when I, when I first came across her page, what she's doing, I was very intrigued. And so I think we're going to have a really great episode on our hands. And I'm looking forward to hearing more about, uh, about Gabby herself, but also the Divine Love Movement. So Gabby, thank you very much for coming on to the show. Thank you, Brian. It's my pleasure to be here with everyone with you and everyone sharing about myself and the divine love movement. Awesome. Awesome. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit more just about who you are, Gabby? Um, what got you from where you were in your life to this place where you decided to start the divine love movement? So, um, actually I was born and raised in Guatemala, Guatemala city. And I moved here in 2006. Um, When I was in Guatemala, I, you know, Guatemala, like any country in Central America, there's no rules. Um, I come from a very broken home. Um, Mm. My dad divorced when I was very young. My dad was an alcoholic. Mm. Um, My mom ended up leaving and I was raised by my dad. Thankfully, my dad was able to get sober and he took care of me and my sister's. So I kind of grew up with a lot of pain. Um, yeah. My dad was never around. Uh, you know, he had to take care of three girls. So he always had a job, a full-time job or more than 40 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And we were always just me and my sisters hanging out, um, trying to figure out life. And I kind of grew up with like just resentment towards my mom Mm-hmm. anger towards my dad and just very confused and lost in life. So I was very young when I started um, just hanging out with the wrong people, um, mm-hmm. trying to find myself. And I was doing that through just partying, um, doing a lot of drugs. I started doing a lot of drugs when I was very young. I was 11 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's crazy, you know, because there's no rules, so you can just do whatever you want. Right, right. Yeah, that was never around, so I was just, I would go to school and then just go home and hang out, and then from there I was, you know, just doing the wrong things, selling drugs, Mm -hmm. um, going to places I wasn't supposed to be going, Mm -hmm. and just trying to fill my heart, that pain Whatever that was going on inside of me, I was just trying to find a solution for it. Right. And sadly, I was not doing it in the right way. Or there was no one to really guide me and hold me for me to Mm. 
heal and just like a mentor or something like that. Right. Yeah. So um, I, it got to the point that I was doing really bad. Um, and when I turned 18 years old, I had an intervention and my dad and my sisters were like, you are going to die. Like, if you don't go somewhere, if we don't do this now, you're not going to be here. And I kind of knew in my heart that was it, you know. Mm. It was, I was at my lowest on my low, and I just needed something new. And I knew that if I stayed there, it was going to be impossible to one, stop the addiction, two, stop hanging out with those people, and three, just start something new. So in 2006, I decided, well, we decided mm-hmm. um, that the best thing for me, it was just to leave. And right. so the next day I was put in a plane and I came to United States. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And it's crazy because, you know, it was my English was not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have a lot of money in my pocket either. Right. I didn't know anyone here and I didn't have a plan. I just knew if I stay, it's, I'm just going to die. Um, it got right. to the point that, you know, I, I had a few um, bad episodes where I OD, I ran away and I would just disappear. Right. So I came here and I got into a program uh, where I was able to have mentors Mm -hmm. and I was able just to kind of go through the process of uh, the addiction and how to um, recover from that. I did a lot of counseling. I was able to go to school. I was very lucky and blessed that I found God through that process. Mm. Um, Some of the people that were my mentors just, you know, took the time to share about God. Right. And I kind of felt like I needed God. I needed something bigger than myself. Yeah. Um, I knew, you know, even though I was here in United States, uh, you have a lot of patterns, right? How do you break Mm -hmm. those patterns? If I was doing drugs at 11 and doing all those crazy things, how do I just change my life? Right. Um, It sounds kind of like impossible. (laughs) (laughs) So I got to a point that I was, God, if you really real, like Mm. I need you, whatever you are, right? Just help me. And I had a couple, um, experiences where I felt God and um, it was not through someone preaching or telling me this is God do you want Jesus Mm -hmm. but it was just me literally broken on my knees just saying if there's a God please show me something right Uh, I did all that process that took me uh, six months Mm-hmm. I was able to recover from my addictions. I was able to just take the time to heal. From the six months, I went to school and I was able to just get a job. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I started um, helping travel, helping in my church. I started helping people through them. Um, and I kind of noticed that I had like a love for just helping people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it came from the fact that I, when I was on my lowest, somebody took the time to kind of like water me, right? I was dying. Right, right. And this person that it wasn't even family, they didn't know me. I mean, mm-hmm. the stranger took the time to guide me and love me and encourage me. And I felt in my heart, that's what I need to do. Mm-hmm. I need to give back. I know that people are struggling. So many people, so many kids, right? Um, so many families. It doesn't matter how old you are. We struggle with so many things, whether sure. we share about it or whether we don't say anything, right? Yeah. And I thought, well, maybe I should just start, you know, helping here and there. I started um, feeding the homeless. I started volunteering um, shelters. I was able to get a job at a group home uh, with a um, six-bed facility for teen girls. Mm-hmm. I was put in the system, and I was just able to really develop a career in that sense. Right. Where I was just, that was part of my life through work. And I was just giving back, giving back, giving back. Uh, but then later on, a few years later, even though I was helping and doing many things, right? I was at work. I'm literally helping people. Mm-hmm. But I still felt like there's more. I want to do more. Right. Uh, so in 2016, one day I just call a friend and was like, I feel I just need to go buy a bunch of burritos at the Mexican <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> And I'm just going to drive around downtown and just talk to people. Do you want to go with me? And he's like, okay, pick me up. So I pick him up. We got, yeah, we got a bunch of burritos. um, And we just started driving. And Mm -hmm. we were just stopping and saying, hi, would you like a meal? And, you know, while we give them the food, I will be, hi, my name is Gabby. What's your name? And we just did that the whole day. It was on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. And we met some really, really cool people. I mean, I met a guy named Enoch that... uh, Still now, he's my friend, and I visit him all the time. And this was in 2016. Right. And it's like, these people are amazing, right? Right. Um, Sadly, we just, many times, we just drive by, we see a homeless, and we think like, oh, homeless, right? And we don't take the time to, we don't even think about like, whoa, this is a human. Exactly. It's a reason why this human is where he is right now. Everyone right. is like, oh, he's homeless, he's lazy, right? But yep. how about we take a few steps back? When I see myself, right, at mm-hmm. 11 years old, starting doing cocaine, crack, heroin, and all those things, I could have been that homeless. That's right, that's true. If someone that it took the time to guide me and help me, 
so all these people that are on the streets, right? There's a reason why. Um, it could be an addiction. Addictions will kill you. Addictions will make you lose your mind. Uh, it could be abuse. How many women mm. are abused daily and they leave their homes, but they have no money. So they end up in the street. Wow. That's true. Uh, kids, why right, are sexually abused too? And they don't want to talk. They just run away. There's or so people, many reasons, right? Yeah. People that serve in the military, they come out and they're messed up. I, I actually had an experience one time. I was, I decided I came out of a Tim Hortons here in Canada uh-huh. and I spoke with, with a guy and he told me that, um, he was working like typical mm-hmm. and, and what happened was he broke his leg and, and, uh, the company that he was working for decided not to, not to hire him for the next contracting. And so he lost his job, lost his house, lost, you know, it, it was a trickle down effect, but it wasn't even anything that he, that he was doing, uh, that, you know, many people would consider as, as bad or, or, or even even uh influential towards towards the negativity but he just mm-hmm. broke his leg and that's what caused him to get there so you're right there's so many different causes as to how we see people homeless it's true yeah and you know many times too it's um mental uh issues yeah it's true yeah and those are things that we can really control and sadly the system doesn't provide the help everyone needs right so right. there's so much behind each story, right? Mm-hmm. But we're so used to it that we don't take the time to just take a break and think about, like, I, why is this person where he or she is right now? Mm. So during that day, we're just building conversations, going back and forth, sharing these burritos. And I met Enoch at the day of at the end of the day, and I just my heart was on fire. Like mm. this individual is just full of life. He uh, he was in the service, and then from there, at the end, we just got in the car and we both of us just started crying, mm. and. It was tears of like sadness, these tears of joy. I felt, whoa, I spent $200 in burritos and my day, my time, right? And I feel so full right now. Mm. Like my heart, it was tears of joy that, whoa, it took nothing, right? If I could do this once a month, mm. I can, I'm not only going to do it for me, but I can just show these people that there's people that care. Right. That they are humans and they, just like us, they need connection. It's true. They need love. They need words of affirmation. They need right. a handshake, a high five, a hug. And I just decided, this is it. Once a month, I'm going to donate instead of doing my nails and buying <laughs> Starbucks coffee. There you go. A month, 
I'm going to use that money and I'm going to buy burritos once a month. Right. And I'm going to dedicate one Saturday a month and I'm just going to drive around town and I'm going to do this. So I started doing that and friends will be like, what are you doing today, the day before? And I'm like, well, I'm going to go share some burritos with some friends. So you want to go with me? And people be like, sure. And I just started sharing about it. And some people were just like, can I come with you? And I'm like, let's go. And more people got involved, um, which I'm grateful, right? Just to see that so many people want to give back. But sometimes right. we just need someone to be, let's go. That's and, true. Yeah. And then friends got involved. And then it went from me and a friend to having a group of 10 people. And we're just driving around with a bunch of food. Uh, I have a friend that plays the guitar. She will bring her guitar and she will play songs for them. Oh, that's beautiful. And, yeah, I have a friend that's a photographer. He will take pictures for them and he will bring like a Polaroid and give it to them so mm-hmm. they can have a picture of themselves. We started bringing Bibles. Um, uh, we started making uh, hygiene packages with toilet paper, toothbrushes, uh, floss tampons, just little things like that, and water, and then from there went to putting snacks or or medical things like Band-Aids, Tylenol, and things like that, and it went from one weekend to two weekends, and it just started growing, mm. and it was just so amazing just to see how, you know, just a burrito became into, like, care packages, and just going around town doing this and how friends and family got involved. And I thought, like, why are we going to stop here? Right. <laughs> Let's keep growing. <laughs> I mean, if we can help the homeless in our community, how about we do something in the world? Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's a small domino effect. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm making these people rich or I'm solving their problems, but but we're teaching them that they matter. We're sharing love, which the Mm -hmm. world needs more love nowadays. I I believe that 100%. Yeah. And we're living a selfless life. Mm -hmm. You know, I can go and buy more clothes or go do all the things that I don't really need. I have everything I need. Why? Why do we? Is that mentality? I feel like in America, it's like more, 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 more for me, 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 me. And I'm trying to break that to just even if it's the people that my inner circle, my family, even if it's one person, I want people to see in my lifestyle that we don't need more. Like Mm. we have enough. You know, if we need more, it's because we need to fix something in our heart. That's true. Something. I like, I like that perspective. Yeah. I like that a lot. So instead of, you know, hoarding more, how about we share a little bit? So I decided I'm going to plan a trip and I'm going to just post it on social media. I'm going to look for an orphanage and I'm going to say school supplies. No money needed. Just. If you want to help, we need school supplies. Whoever wants to share, go for it. Here's my phone number. Send me an email, 
and just let me know if you want to be part of it. And people. So just are, like that, just like that, you just that. decided to, to get this going. Yeah. And then one day I get a phone call from a gym. Hey, I, I heard through a friend that you're collecting donations. Uh, we want to donate some things. Then I get a phone call from a yoga studio. Hey, my friend is, is your friend. And she told me that you need, uh, school donations. So we're going to put a box here and people can donate if you want to bring a poster. Just like that. Wow. It's that simple. So you really just came from a perspective of, I want to help people. I want to to give more of myself. I know where I came from and, and I want to be able to help someone else. And so it went from a burrito all the way to helping the orphanage. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And just to see, you know, the response of people, um, you know, because you're putting yourself out there, right? Right. One, I never want to be... There's an annoying person that is like yeah, yeah, yeah. the world when look at our country, look at ourselves right now with 2020, right? Yeah, We're true, true. Uh, and I don't want to be that person either that is like, we need money to support this. Mm. I want people to see that sometimes it's not even money. You know, it could be your time. It can be just post- reposting a picture. It could be just telling a friend. It could be like a simple act of kindness and love that can create the domino effect, right? Right. You may not have the money or the time or the supplies, but there's something. There's something you can do because all of us have something to offer in whatever degree that is. So it's just showing that we all have something to give and together we can literally make a change. Mm. You know, together we're better. And if we just continue to share love, compassion, and hope, life will life will reward you in mm. many ways that you will never expect it. And then you see too many lives just blooming. It's true. From something little. So yeah. So to make the story short, it's been amazing just to see the progression of how we have been able to travel to other countries. Um, sometimes it's just myself. Sometimes it's, uh, me and a group of people, it depends, you know, um, many times it, people can just take a week off and travel to another country, right? Right. Traveling, it requires time. It requires being able to have time off from work. Uh, you know, you're not working, so you're not going to have an income. And I know that many times that's not available or is not a possibility for everyone but the whole movement is just, hey, if you can come on the trip, but you can donate a pencil and a notebook, that's mm-hmm. what we need. Or if you can donate a sweater, um, we just went to Mexico and we did. Um, when was that? Uh, this was in November. November. Okay, so it was recent. Yeah, mm-hmm, November okay. 10. And we just uh, took a bunch of food. So we were like, you can either. You know, if you don't have time to buy the food and because we want, I want to be really honest. You know, I, mm-hmm. I don't want people to feel like, where's my money gone? 
Right. I want people to know that their money is going towards the cost. Yeah, fair so enough. I always tell people, if you feel comfortable buying a bag of beans and giving it to me personally, cool, let's do that. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the time to do that and you rather donate $10, $2, a dollar, let's do that. Yeah. I always try to make like people remind people that I always, if we do a care package, you know, if we're in Mexico, it's like $10 a care package for a kid. And how much, so, okay, so it's $10 per kid that can help? Yeah. For that? And mm-hmm. how long will that stretch for that kid typically? They will have a week full of food. A week full of food if you yeah. if you donate ten dollars only ten dollars that will wow. yeah and we usually try to get you know we try to buy us the best things so we they can have nutrition because they struggle mm-hmm. having that um, but we always shop very smart <laughs> yeah you got to yeah and we try to find things that are, still have nutrients and the they're gonna last and they're gonna be healthy. And, uh, you know, we, one thing they struggle a lot, water. Uh, mm. If you check our Instagram, you will see, you know, it's sad. Um, I went there for the first time in 2016. It's mm. in Mexico, in Baja, Mexico. It's in Ensenada. And I fell in love with this place. Uh, it's called the Migrant Camp. Okay. Uh, there's 15 families. They live in the worst um a scenario you can picture in your head. Uh, kids run around with their feet are bleeding, uh, holes in their clothes. They're covering their flies all over their face, feces. Um, you know, they don't have anything. And each household has like five to seven or five to nine kids. Wow. And they'll sleep on the floor. They only have one room for each family. It's literally a square. And they, if the family has 10 people, they all sleep together on the floor in that square. And it wow. just breaks your heart. So what we do is every time, you know, since COVID, before COVID, I was going every other month. But mm-hmm. when COVID started, I wasn't able to go at all. And the first right. time I went back was... Um, November and I'm gonna be back in January. Okay. Yes, last weekend of January, and I just fell in love with them. Um, the kids, they're full of life. Uh, we play games. We bring coloring books. We bring nail polish. We do the girls' nails. We do their hair. Uh, we try to do. We do different things. Last time we did food. Uh, sometimes we prep a meal for them. Sometimes we bring just shoes, sometimes clothes or school supplies. So every time we go, we pick a theme mm-hmm. and that's how we collect things. So how, so somebody who wants to, let's say, cause I, cause I saw on your post, you, you wrote that, you know, if people can either donate or even come, mm-hmm. how does, how does that work for someone to be able to, uh, to, to want to, be in the same place as you're going like if you're going to uh mexico or or to another country how how do they get involved in something like this because it's so i don't know to me at least i'm looking at i'm looking at this whole story 
and I'm a little bit even more flabbergasted than I was before. You're really just going out of your way to make things happen for people who uh, many have, have thrown to the wayside who have not even had a second thought of, and you're really just showing love to people in such a beautiful, powerful way. And I, I'm just, I don't know, I'm in awe of this whole, of this whole story, but yeah. So how, how does someone say, Hey, you know what, Gabby, I want to help out too. So people, you know, usually right before COVID, we were traveling with people and easy for everyone to go anywhere. Uh, Since COVID, um, the next trip will be Mexico. And what we do is we is technically I live in San Diego. Okay. Technically, from where I live to the location, Mexico is four hours away. Oh, that's not bad. No, we get up at 4 a.m. We'll meet at 6 Mm -hmm. a.m. Everyone needs to bring their passport. They need to fill out an application. And once they're approved with their application, we meet at a certain location. And Mm -hmm. then we just get in the car and we drive. And So so I would have to drive. I would have to fly to San Diego first. (laughs) Okay. So, so the distance from San Diego isn't that far. Okay. That makes sense. That makes, that's good. Yeah. The distance from San Diego is like not far. Most of the people that help out, uh, I had someone coming from Arizona, you know, that's a pretty long drive. Yeah. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, we had people from San Luis Obispo. That's five hours away from San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people from LA help out. A lot of locals, yeah. uh, and you know what's the coolest thing? That everyone that has participated with me mm-hmm. has. When we come back, they're so inspired. It literally changes mm-hmm. your life. Like we cry on the way back. We sometimes mm-hmm. we don't even talk. We're just exhausted, like emotionally from the yeah. experience. Yeah. Some people cry, and or we start creating all those crazy ideas of what yep. can we do, how can we, we do more. Yeah. And it's just like, whoa, you're like vibing in another level. <laughs> Seriously. And then everyone that has participated has started their own thing, mm. which I'm like, yes, you know, that's my goal that people can have the experience and then it changes you. So you start wow. doing something and then you inspire someone in your circle and then it just keeps growing. Like I started with this, right? Then yeah. I took a friend to Nicaragua. He uh, got back from the trip and he was just, whoa, can we have lunch? And we got lunch and he's like, it changed my life. I've literally been thinking about it the whole week. And I decided I'm going to open my own nonprofit. And I'm like, yes, go for it. And he's doing like amazing things. He's like building homes in Nicaragua now. Mm. And he does, he helps the community a lot too in this area. And it's just incredible. I have friends that now they go when they have free time by themselves. Mm. And, or they go and feed the homeless in different locations. And they're always like, where is it that you go? Where can I find the homeless? I have a bunch of clothes. And I'm like, just go here, here, and here. And they're just doing their own thing. And I mean, 
that to me is like, whoa, that's what I'm going for. You know, my heart is just to show people that less is more. And the more we give, the more the world is a better place. And not just that, but the more you change inside and it kind of gives you like another another perspective of life. You know, the things that maybe we thought that matter, they don't even matter anymore. I think I think that right there is one of the biggest uh revelations that typically happen with people who who stop being so selfish and become more selfless because they see how other people are living uh with with the with the small that they have and they're able to they're able to to still be con- in some way shape or form still able to be content yeah. in their situation but yeah you have people who have so much and yet they're still not happy with their lives and that's so i think that that revelation right there uh is is something that has definitely helped shape uh, or or change different perspectives. But I want to tell you something too. I, I think what you are doing is literally one of the personifications of greatness because greatness is not just uh, having this, this a, a, plen- a plethora of things upon your own life and being able to exemplify who you are. But greatness is also, if I'm not mistaken, Kobe Bryant has said this. Um, John Maxwell has said this as well. They they say that greatness doesn't stay within yourself. It is when you help someone else to be great. And so what I'm thinking is, as as I'm hearing more and more of your story, I'm I'm just loving it because you have not just done some great things in the world, but you are now inspiring other people to be great to do the very things that you have seen is is a positive change. Uh, for your for your communities for for the places in which you help and you're helping other people to see that vision too and I just think that that's that in and of itself is just Im- entirely great and I, I just I just want to like like the people I, I need you know what I need to do I need to get on my podcast I'm gonna get like these roadcaster things where you could do the applause that yeah <laughs> Cause that right now, oh my goodness! Like you don't understand. It's, um, I, I'm listening to you right now. I'm just gonna be real. I'm listening to you, and and I'm and I'm hearing, um, some of the excuses that I've made in my head, uh, because I'm I'm pretty community oriented as well. Uh, however, uh, during this time in, in COVID, there's there's been times that I, I have done, but there also have been times where I haven't, and. And I've allowed the situation of COVID to kind of uh, put a shield. And I, and I know there are some things that I literally could not do because I was trying to. But I think I gave more excuses than anything else. And, and hearing what you're doing right now kind of just, uh, it, it, it woke me up. Let's just say that. It woke me, it woke me up again. And, um, and it's getting me to, to, to get back into... Uh, being seriously involved in my community and helping out as much as I can. It, yeah, I, I just want you to know that too. That's awesome. Happy to hear that. You know, I feel that we're so creative. Whether True. we have, uh, whether we have what we think we we need, 
or whether we're not. Right. So, an example, right? I want to, my vision is so big. And mm-hmm. the fear of not having what I think I need to get there can stop me. And it does mm-hmm. sometimes, right? Because fear will make you, well, you need this and this, but you, in order to change this, in order to help the homeless, in order to travel more to the front orphanage, you need this, 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 and this. That's true. So, yeah. In order to help your community. So we let fear or just doubts, right? Say, oh, yeah, maybe I should wait or maybe I do this or that. But we just need to go for it and do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I seriously have literally done things when I think I have nothing. Mm. And there's always a possibility. And if we just let our creativity just, you know, you start with a burrito, then you don't know where's that going to take you. If you start just by, you know, who knows what that is, Uh, whatever it is, even if it's that small, right? We just got to go for it. You're right. Yeah, we just got to, and then something inside of you keeps growing, keeps growing, and then you keep growing, the ideas keep growing, and then there's like a never ending. So, so I have a question then. Um, you you use this, uh, this platform in which you're able to, to now help people um, in your communities, but also you going out to Mexico. Uh, but can you tell us a little bit more about your store? Like what the, like, cause I know you have a, a, um, a website It's called the divine love movement.com and, and you have, um, you have certain, certain things, items that people can, can purchase, uh, that are handcrafted. Um, they're pretty, they're pretty unique. Uh, but, but there's this, there's this way in which, like what what does this store necessarily do for your your movement okay so in you know when we do all this outreach right we travel yeah. uh we're partner with our orphanage in Guatemala that has 45 kids too mm-hmm. and there's so much i can do by myself i right. you know, i have to, you know i have all my responsibilities too and there's yeah. so many people i can have under my sleeve that at some point, I thought like, okay, how am I going to be able to do this or to keep helping people, right? And I never want to come off of like the person that is just asking for money, asking for yeah, money. Yeah. I think that's like overrated. Uh, I mean, I think we all need money. People are tired of people asking for money. So I was thinking, oh my God, I need to create something that is going to, I need an asset that's going to create an income so I can continue to help these kids or find more orphanages. And after thinking for a while, I came up with the idea, oh, how about when I travel, I partner with different um, artists, uh, artisans, and I can buy things from them if they have kids, I can sponsor their kids to go to school. And then I bring the items with me and I open a store and I sell them. So that way, anytime someone wants to sponsor a kid, 
they can buy something at the store and they get something in return, but they're helping a life as well. So all the money that people buy from the stores, it goes straight towards the projects. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So we currently in we have two sections in the store. One is items that come from different countries. And then mm-hmm. the other section is more um I'm very into fashion. And yeah. I think fashion is a way of expression. And I decided how can I combine my dreams too, well the things I love. I love fashion. So I have a store there too where we have items like trendy items for women and people can shop there and that will be donated to towards the kids too. You got some beautiful stuff here. You got some wonderful uh hats, some some beautiful handmade bags. Some is it, are those scarves as well or uh or blankets. Blankets. Yeah, the, okay, yeah. These are these are looking amazing and then on your other section you have some 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 great uh sets that that women could wear that that and these are all handmade or these are things that you've um you've been able to 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 find in that sense like those are just things that i've been able to find myself you know okay. I have a few places in la and they're the ones that work with me for all the okay. uh, the clothing and I, you know, I think it's awesome that instead of just please give us money to support the orphans, it's right. cool. Check out our store. If you like something, when you buy something, you get something and then you're helping the life. You're buying right. for purpose. And I think sometimes people can identify with that better than just with someone that is just asking for money. But people can also still donate um, yeah. as well if they would like. Yeah, if they, you know, if someone is like, you know what, I just want to donate and I think what you're doing is great. I want to help a kid. You can just go to the website and there's a tab where you can just click donate and it will direct you to donate whatever you want to donate. Um, you know, I always tell people if you have a dollar, I mean, mm-hmm. go for it. And if you want to give, a hundred dollars go for it it's whatever your heart you know whatever you feel in your heart and there's no pressure and it's same you know people i love when they're like you know what it's 2020 we're all struggling but i can't donate right now but i'm gonna share on my story on instagram and right. i'm like cool awesome that's amazing just you know by people sharing i mean they're helping me so much um it's true there's many ways people can support either by donating by um buying food or supplies by buying things from the store or just by sharing about our movement that's it's all the same well i mean you definitely have something great to share there's no question about that you have you have such an amazing story uh, you have also an amazing um, uh, like uh, journey in which uh, what brought you to doing the divine love movement. But what you're doing over there anyway is amazing. I mean, if if anybody's listening, take the time, go to the divine movement dot uh, com and, and check out the, the page where it has uh, the projects in which you're able to also see. Uh, what what's some what what are some of the things that they've done and 
I, I don't know. As I'm looking through the pictures, you, you see these kids. And, and I think that's what, what gets me the most, too. Because uh, I have a soft spot for, for young kids, for youth in general. So when I see these kids and I see the love that, that is, like, pouring through their eyes, you know, as as you all are, are being there for them, I just think that is such an uh, an amazing uh just, just, just an amazing uh, thing to see that that people care at, at the extent that you do, because you really don't like. In a sense, you don't have to, but we all should. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that's what the, I think that at least for me, when when I hear like the divine love movement, I, I hear the fact that you know with, with loving people, we have to be willing to to uh to do it without this this sense of of feeling worthy or, 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 you know, there, there's some sort of payment for doing this, but we're just supposed to love, you know, I actually started a, a ministry in my church. It's called, it's called fusion. And the whole concept is, is to love on purpose. That's our model. Love on purpose. Love it. Cause the thing is, it's not something that we should just, uh, randomly find ourselves doing, but we should be actively intentionally looking for ways to love our communities, love our people, love anyone who comes into our path. And so when I hear this divine love movement, you know, it's just, I don't know. It, it really, it really takes us to that place where I I think many of us need to hear. Um, And, but I think the thing that stirs me the most is that you didn't wait for someone to teach you how to do this. You didn't wait for to wait for someone to 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 guide you by the hand and be like, "Well, this is the place you can go to." This, no, you were just like, "Okay, listen, this is what's in my mind. How am I going to get it? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to start here. Who wants to come with me? Boom, let's go." Yes, you know what? I always tell my friends when I started, I didn't even have the money. Right. Uh, it was just very myself, you know, paying all my student loans. Yeah. And you know, living in California by yourself is really expensive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You don't have many excuses and we always do, right? So what I wanna tell people is like just go for it. Whether you think you have the money or no, go for it. I didn't even ha- had the money to pay someone to do a website for me. And I started like looking YouTube videos, how to make a website <laughs> and, right. it, you know, go for it. Don't let fear ask for help. Ask friends. If you need help with the website and you don't have the money, ask someone, help me, please Right. help with pictures. And you don't have the money, put a story on Instagram, share what you want to do and say, can someone please help me donate your time. And it, Life, God will provide. Mm. He always provides if you take the step. Mm. You just got to take the step. You know, there's not a book that's going to be like, follow your dreams. Here's the guy. You're going to. No, you just got to go for it. And you're going to mess up. Yes, you will for sure. And that's a good sign. And you're going to feel stupid. Because yep. I've done things that I'm like, oh, that post was so stupid, or that was <laughs> not a good idea. Why right. did I do that? It doesn't matter. You learn, and you keep moving forward, and you keep growing, and people will see that, and your energy will attract. God will let people see in you, and the right people will come, and they will mm. for you, and they will help you, and you will just 
do whatever you need to do without letting fear stop you. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. I I really, you know, so the whole concept behind, you really know the whole concept behind Madcasters is, you know, highlighting individuals or organizations who are making a difference in the world. Uh, But the whole purpose behind this, too, is to inspire people uh, to get up off their seats and to do something uh, themselves, you know, do the thing that they've dreamt of their whole lives, do the thing that has been the, uh, I, you know, a thought that they now want to make into reality. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't know about, <laughs> I, I hope, I don't know about anybody who's listening to this podcast right now, but for anyone who is listening, I don't know about you, but this podcast for sure has helped me to to realize that where we don't we don't have excuses to sit back and do nothing anymore. We really we really don't. Even when we don't have the means, there will always if we're willing to to ask. Like even the Bible says that seeking you shall find, knocking the door shall be open to you. We got to be willing to ask for certain things, ask boldly in order for us to 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 see what we want to become reality. And so I I just I feel like there's nothing that can truly hold us back besides ourselves, besides yeah. our own mindset, besides our own fears, like you said, like you stated before. And and that those are gonna be the things that hold us back. But man, if we if we can if we could be like Gabby, <laughs> people, <laughs> if we could be like Gabby and just say, Hey, you know what? I'm gonna get some burritos, I'm a I'm gonna help um I'm gonna get two hundred burritos or two hundred dollars worth of burritos, I'm gonna get uh, I'm just going to go to an orphanage. I, I'm going to figure things out as time goes. I think, you know, we'd see a better world where we have a lot of lot more people who are willing to to help rather than just to complain about things. So I, I, I love your mindset. I love your mission. I love I love everything. So how how could we how could we help the divine love movement? What what could we do to find you? Just want to make sure that it's very accessible to anyone who's listening to this podcast that they could come in and easily support this movement. Yeah. So if you know you're hearing this podcast and you feel in your heart, I want to be part of this. Just go to our website, the divine love movement.com, and there you're going to be able to see our story. Uh, you're going to be able to see our projects, pictures of the projects, the kids, the families uh, of the people that come with me and support. And then you're going to be able to see the two tabs for the store. If you want to buy something, feel free to scroll to that section and see what we have. And if you're someone that you just want to donate money, you can go where it says donate. Uh, you There's a little section at the bottom too, where you can uh click on it and it will take you to our Instagram or it will send an email if you want to get more involved. If you want to get a hold of me, just send me an email. Uh, I'd be willing to set up a phone call or a Zoom meeting or anything now that, you know, everything is so virtual. <laughs> yeah, but the best way will be going through the website. And if you're a business and you want to join, just fill out the section where it says you're a business, your name, phone number, email, and I will reach out back to you. And then you're also on Instagram? Yes. Yeah. Our Instagram is the Divine Love Movement. Okay, perfect. Any other any other uh, 
social medias or any other handles that we need to know about? No, that's right now at the moment, that's the only media we're doing. Um, okay. Yeah. And, you know, if you're someone that wants to just share about us, I would love that. Please just share a picture, screenshot a picture and tag us, share our name with your friends and your family. That will be your church or your social groups. Uh, whoever friends you have, that will be super amazing and very helpful. Well, I I think like the biggest lesson for me um, since I started the Divine Love Movement or, you know, looking back at my life, um, the biggest lesson for me in life so far has been love heals. And I myself, you know, I had many years of my life where I was so lost, broken, I, I didn't have a purpose. I was angry, sad all the time. And until I experienced what love is, my life completely changed. And if you can be that for someone, it could be your neighbor, it could be your a family member, a peer at school, a co-worker, whatever that is, a stranger. If you can be hope for someone, go for it. Just do it, whatever it takes. Uh, you know, we meet people every day and we don't know what's behind the door. Um, we don't know their struggles or whatever they're going through. And sometimes we all, all we need is love. You know, that song from the Beatles is, is true. Love will change people's lives. And I just want people to be reminded that we can all share love. That's, that's amazing. That's beautiful. Uh, It's a lesson that I think all of us need to take. And, um, wow. I, I'm really happy to have had this opportunity to speak with you, Gabby. Um, hearing more about your story, hearing more about this uh, divine love movement that you've started, uh, it really shows your character. It really shows who you are, a woman of God, just willing to to help, to to give hope, to to love people, uh, no matter who they are, no matter where they are. And um, I hope this is something that we can really take. Uh, with ourselves uh, every day, no matter where we get encountered with, who we get encountered with. Uh, Because like you said, uh, all we need is love. And like the Bible says, love conquers all. And so I think it's just very important for us to to take those lessons in and uh, to be inspired by by who you are and what you're doing. Because I think it's just amazing and, and it's truly phenomenal. And you're already changing lives you're 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 helping others to want to change lives and and you've helped me and so i just want to say thank you very much gabby for coming on to our show to our madcaster show you truly exemplify uh being a madcaster making a difference and so we really appreciate you and uh, we thank you for coming on to our show thank you so much it was my pleasure um you know to everyone that took the time to hear this podcast I just want to say, go for it and just follow your heart and let life guide you, let God guide you and don't listen to fear. You, you have what it takes. That's awesome. Thank you again. And you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye.
Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Madcasters. Please leave a positive review on the show if you like today's episode. And be sure to follow us on Madcasters at Instagram and also Madcasters on Facebook. where You'll be able to get updates, surveys, and many more surprises. Please go to madcasters.com where you'll be able to access the shows, blogs, and book reviews. Also, spotlights of organizations that you can support and donate to as well. And if you would like to support Madcasters even more, please go to our Patreon page. It's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash Madcasters. I'll be giving out a free book monthly to one of our Patreon supporters as well. And there are many more surprises to come for all those who are Patreon supporters. This is the end of our episode, but this is not the last. I promise you, Madcasters, we are about to have a blast. But don't forget, Madcasters, this is the launch pad for you to go mad.